This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, Amplify You family. It's Michelle Abraham, your host here today. And uh, again, I'm bringing you so many amazing people, but this one in particular is the one I got to meet in person not too long ago before the world closed down. (laughs) And uh, I have uh, the pleasure of bringing her to you today. Her name is Emerald Greenforest. She is the podcast host of two podcasts, Men on Purpose and Wickedly Smart Women. And there's a whole story behind that we're going to talk about today. But not only that, but uh, Emerald is uh, the founder of the Creative Age Consulting Group, which really helps speakers get their message out in a bigger way in the world, which is much like what we do at Amplify You. So I'm super excited to jam with you on this particular topic and how we can help people just share their message in a huge way. You just also wrote a book called Message to Millions, uh, Discover Your Destiny. Did I get that right? Nope. It's called oh, Be Heard sorry. by Be Millions. Okay. No worries. Be Heard by Millions and Live Your Destiny. Be, Be Heard by, by millions. millions and Live uh, Your Destiny. So I love it. Yeah. We'll show you how to get that book uh, a little bit later on in this interview. But I want to say welcome, huge welcome to Emerald. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. It's a pleasure to be here. And it was a pleasure to meet you in person at the last live event for who knows how long. That's right. Yes, we were all in this live event. And the next day we left and that was the last time all of us were ever on a plane or outside in the world. And here we are a few months later. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Making the most of it. And aren't we thankful that we do everything virtually already? <laughs> exactly. I feel like I've been, you know, set up for this for years. So it was barely a blip on my radar screen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love that. And let's take us back to that story, actually. How did you uh, get started with speaking virtually and being in the whole podcasting world and, and, and starting your creative age group? I'd love to hear the backstory tell all that. Yeah. So for many years I was in the real estate business and then I had a spiritual awakening and had my own art gallery and healing art center for a couple of years and then I got the call to speak and when I got the call to speak I was a newly single mom with a six or seven year old and I knew that I had to speak like I was called I had to speak and I I knew I was called to speak to a global audience and so I looked at the traditional speaking model and it required like 265 days on the year uh, on the road every year and I was a single mom and that just wasn't happening so my my calling to be a speaker was in competition with my commitment to be a, a you know a mom and thank God for the technology angels Michelle because right around that same time people started to really uh, begin to use online speaking and virtual speaking. And so I w- would say I was a pioneer in the virtual speaking world. And I began virtual speaking in 2008. 
And over the course of the last dozen years, I've generated almost, you know, a little more than $2 million from home in my pajamas as a single mom, uh, was the one that was able to make all the cookies for the football team for every game and, uh, you know, cashed in from my couch for a long time. And so uh, it wasn't until 2017, late in 2017, that I came into podcasting um, because I had some you know, personal crises, things that happened and everything was starting to change in my life. And I needed to rethink how I was doing my work and my business and who I was serving. And so uh, I rebranded in 2017. And at that point in my journey, I was suddenly called to serve men. Up until then, I had been primarily serving women, helping them to feel great speaking and powerful asking for money. And then all of a sudden I was called to serve men. And that was when Creative Age Consulting was, uh, was born. And when the Men on Purpose podcast was brought to life uh, early January to 2018. And within uh, six weeks, the podcast was number 194 on the Apple charts. And within four months, I had monetized the show uh, five figure, with a five-figure client. And over the course of the last two, now it's almost two and a half years, the show has grown and grown. We're now in 97 countries. It's a number 41 on the Apple charts in marketing in the U.S. Uh, it's number two in Spain, which is pretty awesome. So it's an international number two podcast show. And, uh, and recently, I also launched my second podcast in September uh, of 2019. I launched Wickedly Smart Women. Within four days, that was number 75 in entrepreneurship in the U.S. And so, um, yeah, so that's a little bit of the story of, of how I got started in virtual speaking and how I got started in podcasting. I think I answered your question. Amazing, you did. Thank you so much. That's great to have the backstory of it. We're going to dive into the podcast in a few minutes. I'm going to go back to the virtual speaking. So when you talk about virtual speaking, you're talking about like speaking on virtual summits, uh, like online webinars, which one was you mostly? Yeah, so originally i i began speaking on radio shows so i did a lot of speaking on blog talk radio and then i also did a lot of speaking on telesummits and i've been on um, probably about 700 virtual stages uh i never had podcasts on my radar until 2000 late 2017 and so in late 2017 i started speaking on podcasts and now i'm almost mm -hmm. at 100 different podcasts so this this is probably number 100 mm -hmm. that i've spoken on awesome. <laughs> um so podcasts are only a recent addition mm -hmm. to my but yes uh teleseminars telesummits radio shows um and then you know using my own platform to create webinars and uh and virtual uh speaking opportunities for myself as well that's awesome and so virtual summits were really really popular a few years ago and now i've seen them well i've seen a resurgence just recently in the last few months but over the last few years i've done a few myself and i've been speaking on a lot of them now do you find that the virtual summits now are kind of have the same impact on your business and you get the same sort of downloads uh, for your free gift as you would have a few years ago well, let me tell you, Michelle, I actually launched a virtual summit in 2010 at, in the fall of 2010 of my own, at the time when summits were actually paid for. Mm -hmm. You would pay to be a guest, like as if you were going to a live event, as if you were going to, you know, 
gather in some city in some mm -hmm. conference room, you would pay for your ticket to the telesummit. So the first time I actually did my own telesummit was right at the, the cresting of that wave of paid telesummits mm -hmm. where people were starting to offer free telesummits. And so I set up my model to have a paid telesummit. It was like $2.97 for the ticket and I had 20 speakers. And I ended up with six people who registered because the model had shifted to free. Mm -hmm. um, and then for a long time, people were doing the free model of telesummits and they were gathering uh, lists. And then it started to, uh, I think, diminish to a certain extent the amount of impact that people were having and the, the quality of leads that people mm -hmm. were acquiring. However, I feel like you know, just like at the ocean, you know, mm -hmm. where the wave comes, it crashes, it pulls out, and then another wave comes in again. With COVID, I think there is a, a massive audience, a, like a tsunami mm -hmm. audience that is now arriving, uh, looking to be served. And it wouldn't surprise me if I saw some paid telesummits show up again on the scene. So, you know, I can't tell you how in the last two months it's impacted my list because literally I've just been, you know, mm -hmm. going on a few and I haven't really been paying attention. I've been more interested in speaking, but, uh, you know, I think that they're here, they're, they're not something that's going away. Let's put it that way. Yeah, for sure. I think they're staying around and we, we're getting a lot of people actually asking about, you know, they're coming to us to start a podcast, but they don't actually have a list yet. Would you recommend doing a telesummit to them as part of a way to kind of build your list before you, before you launch a show? Yeah. If I was going to work with somebody to start a podcast, mm -hmm. uh, the first thing I would say to them is get yourself out speaking on podcasts. Mm -hmm number one to, you know, feel what it feels like to be on that other side of the mic and also to kind of look at the back behind the scenes systems that mm -hmm. other people have set up. Some are really efficient systems and some are like a real mess. Um, get yourself established first as mm -hmm. a speaker rather than trying to build an audience with podcasting immediately. Um, I mean, I think my podcasts were extraordinarily successful mm -hmm. because I already had a 10 year web mm -hmm. of connections that I had made with other thought leaders who helped me to cross promote and with other, um, you know, speaking hosts who wanted to be part of my podcast and were willing to, to promote and boost the visibility of my podcast. And, you know, I myself have been on almost 700 stages, so I know what the heck I'm doing, mm -hmm. right? I don't think um, I think what happens is people think, oh my God, I need to start a podcast. And then the next thing you know, six weeks later, they're in what we like to call pod, pod fade, fade. <laughs> pod fade, because they don't realize it is actually, I mean, it's a production, it's a production process. And until I just recently sold, I actually just recently sold men on purpose podcast, even though I knew I was doing all these things mm -hmm. and I had a team doing all these things in the process of selling the men on purpose podcast the buyer asked for detailed SOPs. And that really forced me to look at all the little tiny tasks and details that it, I have in place systematized mm -hmm. that I do, my team does and so forth that actually makes it work on top of the fact that I have all of these connections already. So I, I don't think I'd recommend to somebody to immediately start in podcasting without mm -hmm. any kind of um, foundation under them yet. 
Yeah, I agree with you too. I think being a guest is like, there's such a perfect opportunity right now to be a guest on so many virtual summits, so many different podcasts right now to get a feel for that, that field. And like you said, just to get a feel for people's processes too. So when you, um, when you were out there on virtual summits and virtually speaking everywhere, were you, what's, what's the, what's the, how's the, the monetization of that work for you? Yeah, well, so for me, mostly what I do is I work with people and I help them to build a virtual speaking business of their own. Um, so I monetize through a high ticket offer mm -hmm. where I bring in people who know that they would like to get started speaking virtually and they maybe are authors, maybe they're already speaking, but they haven't perfected the virtual realm yet. Mm -hmm. uh, and I support them to really get clear on who their perfect prospects are and to get really clear on what they're going to transmit when they go out into the world and, and get onto these virtual stages and how they're going to be selective about uh, what kinds of stages are going to be the right fit, the perfect stages for them where they will, um, will be able to connect with their perfect prospects and then how to monetize the whole thing. And so, you know, the, the interesting thing is that you know, a lot of people just throw it out there like spaghetti against the wall and they aren't focused on mm -hmm. those things that are really important, which is being clear on who your perfect prospect is and um, you know, being on the right stages. You, know, you could go on multiple podcasts and have your message be heard by millions of people, but if they're not your perfect prospects, then you're really using a lot of energy and getting very little return. Mm -hmm. So I, um, uh, I developed a quiz actually, Michelle, mm -hmm. that helps people to identify their speaker magic. And I've identified that there are five different types of speakers and each one of those types of speakers, there's a different platform that works for them. And some people who are speakers, a podcast or being on the media is a perfect platform for them. Mm -hmm. Other speakers, it's a better platform for them to develop their own small community and be regularly speaking to that community. Mm -hmm. um, so each of the speaker magic archetypes actually aligns with a different type of platform or stage. And when they take the quiz, they can find out what their archetype is. And then if they feel like they'd like to talk to me about finding out more about that and what their right fit stage might be. Mm -hmm. um, that's how I, uh, how I do business. I get on the phone and I consult with people. Yeah, I know. I love that. And where can we find out more about this quiz? You have it yes, somewhere for us to check I do. Out? Yeah. yeah, they can awesome. go to com. Great. And we'll also put that in the show notes too. So people can find it there. And how cool is that to kind of figure that out before, you know, amplify your audience. I just want you to make sure you heard that before you think about podcasting or think that you're ready to start your show, be a great idea to check out this quiz to really find out if podcasting is really a fit for you, or if it's better for you to be doing, you know, Facebook lives into a, a, a small community Facebook group or whatever other kind of speaking, like, you know, podcasting is not for everyone, but it is great for the right people, right? <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. And um, if they do decide that pod, they want to try podcasting, I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea to be a podcast guest mm -hmm. to hone your message, to just mm -hmm. hone your message. Uh, if you're just starting out, practice is always good, right? Mm -hmm. But 
lower your expectations of Mm -hmm. what you're going to get for a return if you're right at the beginning and focus more on where you're going to get the greatest level of return for the amount of energy that you're putting in. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great um, message because I think when you get invited onto virtual summits, all, they all have a different um, topic and a different focus and, you know, perhaps different audiences. So how did you navigate this uh, when you were out there? Were you tailoring your message to each um, a topic or were you kind of keeping the same topic so that it was consistent every time? I always wondered about this. <laughs> yeah. So initially I was all over the place. Michelle. But Mm -hmm. over the years, I have narrowed, 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 narrowed. And um, now that I'm even more solid in who I am and what I speak about, I am able to take my message and align it to the overall message of whatever the summit is on, just like we're having this conversation right now, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because we could talk about a lot of things. We could talk Mm -hmm. about speaking. We could talk about you know, developing your high ticket program. We could talk about, uh, you know, making sure that you're charging the right amount of money, which is something else that I help people with, right? We could talk about all of those things, Mm -hmm. but it all comes back to having the conversation with me so that I can help the person discern what the right next step is for them. And if I have something that I feel is of service for them, then I offer it and we start to work together. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question about the, the summits, um, yes, often it is a specific topic that the summit is putting out there that either it's it's a, aligned with your message or it's not. And if it's not aligned with your core message, then you shouldn't be on the summit. Uh, and one of the things that I offer when I work with people in my Be Heard by Millions Blueprint Bootcamp is I actually have a a template of criteria for selecting what stages you want to be on. Because initially, a lot of new newbie speakers, they just want to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe for the first month or two, but you know, <laughs> you really actually want to have a criteria for who your perfect strategic alliances are, who your perfect mm-hmm. partners are, because you know, we don't need to be wasting. We don't need, we want to be efficient with how we're spending our time and our energy. Yeah. I love that. And especially like when you're looking at going on it to be a guest on podcast too, you want to make sure you're serving the podcast host audience too. So you really want to make sure it's the right audience. And not only that, it's going to really benefit you in the end, if it is the right audience. Right. So it's really interesting. And, you know, clearly you're a perfect fit for our audience, coaches, authors, speakers, people are looking at podcasting, looking at speaking, like this is perfect, perfect audience. We have very synergistic um, uh, audiences, which is fantastic. So yeah, I think that's something to keep in mind when you're looking at going on podcasts to amplify your audience, make sure you heard that. So really do your research and listen to the show. Find out who their, uh, who their audience is and take a look on iTunes below where it says what else, who, what other podcasts are they subscribed to because that will also help in a huge way as well. So let's talk about your book for a second. I, I love the title of it. I love the messaging. And I, what else is in your book that you that that it's you're willing to share with us without us without us diving too deep? We want to leave some of it for when we read it. <laughs> well, you know, I think the main thing that most people cha- are challenged by. Mm-hmm. is uh, the, the book actually outlines my seven steps that I took to create my virtual speaking business and to generate you know more than $2 million from home in my PJs as a single mom. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, and 
the thing that I see in the industry that is the a lot of the people who are especially heart-centered and people who are creative and mm-hmm. people who are called, you know, my mm-hmm. people are people who are like, I am so called to deliver this message. A lot of times what happens is they are so called, right? They're so motivated to deliver the message that they forget about the money part, mm-hmm. right? So there's a whole chapter on mastering the art of the ask. Mm-hmm. And the art of the ask is more than just about asking for money. It's also about asking for audience members to gather. And it's also about asking for the right strategic alliances, which we've already talked about, who will likely have your perfect prospects in their audience. Mm -hmm. So the art of the ask is chapter, let me tell you exactly what chapter (laughs) that is. Uh, And you can find Be Heard by Millions and Live Your Destiny on Amazon in both Kindle as well as paperback format. It is chapter six, the art of the ask. Awesome. And so guys, make sure you head over there to Amazon and pick up the books. I think it's going to be really helpful for everybody, especially if you, the framework that you've laid it out in the seven steps. I think it's important because I think people just jump into <laughs> jump into delivering content and like without the strategy around like you know the right steps to take for that exactly. as well exactly. yes i'm looking forward to my copy coming Yay. <laughs> awesome well, i'm and looking forward to your copy coming too <laughs> yes i'll tell you I'll, I'll give you a nice review when it comes Thank and you. i read it it's awesome Thank um, you. now you said something really interesting that i'm sure a lot of our listeners were like what what you sold a podcast like that's something that we do not hear very often. So you have two really cool podcasts that have done very well successfully. Um, and before we go into the selling of the podcast, what do you think made them super successful in the setup and the launching of them and the ongoing, um, ongoing success of them? Yeah, I think we already talked a little bit about that. First, I, I've been in this industry for mm-hmm. a dozen years. Mm-hmm. So I have a deep and wide web of strategic alliances. And I practiced the art of the ask from chapter (laughs) six, right? And I asked for a lot of help. Mm -hmm. I asked for a lot of help from people that, um, you know, I've spoken for years on a number of stages. I've promoted a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I had social capital in my bank Mm -hmm. account, in my Mm -hmm. social capital bank account, it is like overflowing. My social (laughs) capital bank account is still overflowing. Amazing. I love that. (laughs) So having that social capital to leverage and those relationships, Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that was the key for sure to getting Mm -hmm. the the level of um, success that we've accomplished with both of the shows. And then the second thing I would say is I actually started to uh, exercise my celebration muscle, Mm -hmm. which was something that took me a long time to do. I was definitely one of those people who would be like, let's accomplish something and oh, we're done with that and move on to the next thing. Oh, let's accomplish something. We're done with that. Move on to the next thing. And um, without really celebrating. So I did really uh, focus intensely on celebrating every little new step that happened with, you know, first men on purpose podcast and now wickedly smart women. I love celebrating that we're in 97 countries around mm-hmm. the world. Right. So that was my little celebration uh, thing that I would put out there. Oh my God, we just got added in Colombia. Oh my goodness. Denmark is tuning in and putting a lot of celebration energy into social media. I think mm-hmm. that that was a really big help as well. 
That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. And this celebrating something is something we all need to practice a little bit more of celebration, right? Bringing that joy into what we do. So the Men on Purpose podcast, can you tell us a little bit about what was the idea behind starting the, the Men on Purpose podcast? Yeah, so I, um, I went through a period where there was a, a big fine, a personal rupture in my life. I had a personal rupture in my life in 2016. And that rupture in my life led to kind of a dissolution of everything the way my life had been set up at that point. And then in 2017, I started to rebirth, right? There was a rebirthing and a rebranding and Creative Age Leader uh, and Creative Age Consulting Group came out of that. And then in that process, I was inspired to start serving men. And as I thought about serving men, um, that was when the podcast kind of arrived on the scene as a method and a uh, an opportunity to connect with the men that I felt called to serve. Well, you know, I did the podcast for two two plus years, and by uh, almost well, right as we were coming up to the second anniversary. I became very clear that the show was more than just a podcast, that the show for me had been a healing journey to help me heal my dysfunctional relationship with the opposite sex. And as I approached the second year anniversary, I began to feel like I feel like I'm almost done with this. And so I had already thought at the end of last year uh, about putting the show on hiatus. And I, I had shows lined up through the end of April and it was already kind of like the energy was just dying and I was going to put, put it on hiatus and see what was going to happen. I was just going to let it sit for a while. And then at the New Media Summit, uh, I was an icon of influence and there was another icon of influence in our post-Summit Mastermind who was just struggling with wanting to create something for himself. And as I was sitting there, I was like, I wonder if he'd like to buy the show. And so I approached him at the end of the mastermind and said, well, would you be interested in buying the show? And he was like, oh my God, this is like the answer to my prayers. And he was someone, I just want to say, Michelle, he was somebody who had, had hosted a show, but he didn't own it. He did not own the show. And he wanted the creative power to build and grow a show of his own, but he already knew how to grow a show that was somebody else's. So it was such perfect alignment. Um, and I know that he's going to do a wonderful, wonderful job with the show. Actually, this coming Friday is the passing of the mic episode. And uh, as of next Monday, he will be uh, behind the mic all by himself and I, he's, he's going to grow the show and he's going to now take and turn it into a movement. So, you know, it's just perfect. perfect that is timing. so cool. I really love that And I'm story. just really, really grateful that I listened to my own inspiration. Yeah, that's amazing. I, sorry, we've got a bit of a delay going on here. And uh, I just wanted to... Uh, yeah, I just wanted to share with you like how amazing I think that is. And so when you're doing a passing of the mic, uh, is that going to be uh, you are both going to co-host the show and then pass the mic to him and then he'll be the host continuing on? Or like, how does that work when you sell a podcast to someone? 
Yes. So what we did was I, um, I allowed all of the episodes that I had recorded to run out. So the last episode was the last Monday of April. And then when we made the deal, we strategized over how to do the transition. And what we decided to do was to do four interviews with guests with both of us. So, and to, to run a whole week of interviews. And then on the fifth day, to be just him and I and me officially saying I'm complete and here's the mic and off you go. So my show men on purpose was always a, just a Monday aired on Monday, every Monday, men on purpose, Monday, the show was airing. So this week, the, um, the show is airing every single day with both of us plus a guest. And then on the fifth day, it's just him and I, and then off he goes into the wild blue yonder. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. Uh, how cool is that? So that's really exciting. We'll have to watch Men on Purpose and for its evolution. And I can see he's just going to go, you know, create the movement, create the courses, the retreats. I'm sure like it's the world is oyster now with that show. That's really great. I love that setup. That's really neat. Um, well, what about Wickedly Smart Women? I want to hear about that show too. You're going to keep that one, right? Yes. So right now, Wickedly Smart Women, as soon as I'm finished with the transfer of Men on Purpose podcast, I'm going to kind of double down on my focus on Wickedly Smart Women and spend more time celebrating Wickedly Smart Women than I have been because it's kind of been like the, the younger sister that didn't get as much attention as the older brother. So I'm going to put more of my focus and attention on Wickedly Smart Women. But the other thing that's going to happen is the guy who's, who I sold the show to uh, we've decided we're going to actually create a program to teach people how to buy and sell a podcast. So I'm really excited that you're asking me that question because, um, you know, kind of separate from all the things we've already talked about, if anybody is interested in learning how to buy or sell a podcast, then just hit me up directly and we'll put you on the waiting list for that um, at, you know, my email address, me at emeraldgreenforest.com. We'll put you on the waiting list for that and, uh, and we'll let you know when we get that program put together. That's awesome. I love it. So Emerald, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the Wickedly Smart Women podcast. So who do you interview? Obviously, Wickedly Smart Women. <laughs> where, where do you find these women? What are the kinds of stories that you're getting in that show? I'd love to hear a bit more about that one. Yeah, so the women, again, are part of, um, of, at the beginning, a lot of them were colleagues of mine, and, uh, and now I'm taking applications from guests for pe you know, people who are interested in being guests. They can just go to wickedlysmartwomen.com and press the apply button. Uh, you know, mostly what I want to do with that show is really elevate, celebrate, and spotlight w Wickedly Smart Women and the fun things that they're doing across all industries. Uh, to not only be delivering powerful world-changing messages, but also to show that they can uh, create a life of their own dreams and create the income that is, at least smart women I know, have become very clear on what a wealthy life looks like to them. And, um, you know, wealth, as far as I'm concerned, is more than just money. It is the sum total of all the things that really matter in your life, including your time and your health and your intuitive connection and you know how you're exchanging energy which means money and and also of course having fun so uh with your friends and your family and your fellow travelers on the journey so you know for me wickedly smart women are women who understand how to 
have all the things in their life line up in a way that brings them the most joy and allows them to deliver their most uh, their most potent contribution into the world. Yeah. So that's what's going on over at Wickedly Smart Women. Mm-hmm. Amplify you family. I'm sure you're going to enjoy that podcast a lot. I would highly recommend you guys go over and subscribe to Wickedly Smart Women and also Men on Purpose. Because so I think those are such really great shows that really like just the different variety of people you've been interviewing on them are, are just so interesting and unique. And like I learned something from every episode I listen um, and there's just, I learn about a new person to follow too. Like I follow, I'm following everyone that you've been interviewing. It's been really awesome. So I highly recommend the audience, you guys go over there, really like check it out and uh, subscribe and follow along too. It's a really great show. And so Emerald, I just wanted to thank you so much for um, being with us today and sharing uh, your stories of getting started virtually speaking and your book and uh, selling a podcast. And guys, yeah, if you're interested in learning how to sell a podcast, definitely, um, you know, uh, check out what Emerald's going to offer. I think it's going to be really a neat program that I'm going to check out too, because that's something's always in people's mind. So uh, Emerald, I just want to thank you so much for being with us today and spending some time with us. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. I'm so grateful. All right, Amplify You family, make sure you check out the show notes for all the links to finding Emerald. And don't forget to take the quiz um, and find out what kind of speaker and what kind of audience that you would resonate with the most. So until next time, uh, go out there, share your message and see you next week. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.